seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. You know, Rohit, welcome to the show. I'm really annoyed because sometimes technology is like the worst. And today, for whatever reason, our sound wasn't working. And our big staff that we have on hand um, all decided to call out sick today. So then the legions of of staff that we have here, what are we at, like 42 employees, uh, all called out sick today. And so we we were stuck trying to figure out how to get this sound to work. So I'm frustrated right now. I'm not in a good mood. You know, it's it's. I think you have to go. Um, what was Fred Flintstone's boss's name? Mm. Um, Elon Flintstone. Elon Elon Flintstone. Um, what you need to do is just start going off on all your employees, so that when they, you know like slide on their dinosaurs and start foot paddling to the office tomorrow. Um, they know that they gotta (laughs) be on time and they gotta show up because today was a big miss. Big miss. I mean, um, I think I'm going to fire all of them. So from now on, we won't have many employees, but they'll learn their lesson, but we'll get, let's get more positive, even though I'm now grumpy. Um, well, we have a fun show. Uh, we are covering, we got some sports, we've got, Hope we've got a good MAGA Monday. Uh, we're going to be talking strikes. We're going to be talking Mission Impossible. Uh, some breaking news out of the Emmys. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, French cameras. But what what have you been up to this uh, this break since we last had a show uh, five days ago, six days ago? Oh man, I watched some uh, some Home Run Derby, which we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, my big news is yes. I know there's, depending on your career, there's certain establishments. You know, I, I have a friend recently, uh, Mike, that got accepted into uh, the Grammys organization. I think it's RIAA or whatever the grand people that vote on Grammys is. He's, he just got into that. Um, I know for, you know, actors when they get into SAG or bowlers when they get into the PBA, golfers in the PGA. We'll, well, we'll, get, it, we'll get into those unions in a bit because those yes. are mine. Well, I finally got into my elusive group, Aaron. The Dungeons and Dragons. No, even I finally, after years of waiting for this, I finally got my invite to Amazon Vine. And (laughs) I don't know what that is. So Vine. I know Vine. It was the video thing. Yes. With unfunny videos. Um, (laughs) What Vine, Amazon Vine is, it's been around for like at least a decade, I think. It's if you are a trusted reviewer on Amazon, we all buy Amazon products. I just tend to leave reviews at times, but randomly people will get invited. And now I have a catalog of tens of thousands of free things that I can just get. What? As long as I leave a review. Like what? Like, oh, let's see. I was able to get. Uh, new turtle le- lights and uh, heat lamp housing and some tires. 
uh, I just got like a cool mouse pad. I've got like uh, one of those like combo iPhone, Apple Watch, AirPod like desk chargers, like the three in one thing. Like it's all wireless and fast charging. Um, I meant to order a pair of work gloves, but I didn't realize they were going to send me f a pack of 40 of those gloves. Um, okay, so, so so can I interrupt your elation and just yes. congratulate you and talk about myself? Yes. Um, so congratulations. This Thank is amazing. You. And would you mind sending me your login account uh, so that I can order a bunch of stuff and then I'm happy to um, let you then leave the reviews. I'm pretty sure Jeff Bezos himself would show up at my house with like a chain whip and if he found out I was sharing, but. So, but what if, what if you just showed me some things that I could get and you ordered them for me for free? We're not putting this on the recorded internet, so I will say no more about this. All right, no more. There's <laughs> no more to be said. He would never do such a thing. Oh, Rohit hell. would never do such a thing. Uh, well, congratulations. That's Thank great you. news. Thanks. And um, let's see, I had a few things uh, that were this weekend, and then we'll get to the first topic. But first, I went and saw a really cool uh, film yesterday it was a, a casting it was like a friends and family screening of this film mushka which was directed by andreas deja who did such things as uh jafar and aladdin and scar and roger rabbit and so he's like one of the lilo of lilo and stitch he's one of the most wor world-renowned animators in the world wait he's the one of the most world-renowned animators in the world that's a great sentence uh so I got to see this film and it was so cool. It was a 2D animated movie about a girl and her tiger um, in Kiev in the 70s. And uh, it's a 30 minute film. I'm almost sure it'll be nominated for an Oscar. And, uh, and they're doing a panel at Comic-Con uh, next week when Comic-Con exists. So first, it was just cool to see 2D animation. I hadn't seen a 2D animated thing in the theater in forever. Yeah. So that was really cool. And then I now have this uh, interesting dilemma of do I go to Comic-Con next week? Because I was given like a free VIP pass for Comic-Con. And uh, so I'm asking you, do I go? Hard, hard yes. Um, I went to Comic-Con last year and I hated it. Um, really? Because I've I only ever been for work. I've never been just yeah. to go, even though I'll meet work people and have work of thing events, but like, I've I never been. I went for work, and the best part of Comic-Con was not inside of the convention center. It was mm -hmm. all the cool activations outside. Because inside, um, there was about 8% comics and about 83% Funko Pops. Huh. And it was just miles and miles of Funko Pops. Um, and then the other 9% was also was random, like cool shit you can buy. Like I got like, you know, some cool Star Wars, like a Star Wars watch band and stuff like that. Some cool like metallic playing cards. So like some of the swag is kind of neat, but it's just like, like a mile of like, just like fun go pops. And so yeah, and not it's really, exciting. Yeah. And if you want to do any of the activations outside, as you know, you kind of have to know people unless you want to sign up at 4 a.m. the night before or, no. the, you know, the morning of or the date, even, you know, however, 28 hours in advance or, if, you know, or wait in line for I, I remember it was lunchtime 
and I walked, I was walking around, left the convention center, I was walking around, and there was all these people lined up outside the Game of Thrones castle that they had set up for oh. House of the Dragon. And I was, walked about halfway to the line, or close towards the end of the line, no, middle of the line, um, and I was like, hey, I'm just curious if I should you know, spend time on this. So I was like thinking maybe they've been there for an hour and a half, two hours. I was like, what time, you know, how long have you been waiting in line? You're just I'm trying to gauge us out. And they're like, oh, we got here at six this morning. Oh my the God. Line, the line was gonna last eight hours. If you wait, hell, hell so no. Like, That's the, the hardest fuck? no. Yeah, I'm not gonna wait that long for advertising. Um, no. But, um, so that sounds yeah. miserable. All right. But you should that, just go because it's fun seeing people down there, and you might get some cool swag inside the floor. If you like comics, you might be able to still find some comics there. And um, if you like if you like Funko Pops, you're gonna love Comic Con. I don't. So, um, but all right, I'll probably go, and then I'll report back because then it'll be also a fun thing to report back for the show. Mm-hmm. I'm going for you, the audience. Uh, okay, cool. Oh, and one other thing I just wanted to bring up because people are so negative about like everything and like government inflation, gas prices. So I just, I wanted to say, cause there's good news sometimes. It doesn't need to be a topic. It's just good news that um, inflation rose just 0.2%, which uh, came, no one expected that. And uh, I just think that those kinds of things, you know, people bitch about this stuff so much. I think that's, um, and they're kind of saying it's the end of the inflation emergency. So uh, it's the lowest levels since the uh, Trump-Biden transition around that time. So a couple over a couple of years. So I just think that's good news. Good news of over the last week to have uh, to hear that. Yeah, um, I mean, inflation dropped to three percent, which is definitely a step in the right direction. But when we you know, overall, when we look at inflation, it's 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 a measure of uh, it's still a measure of loss of pur- purchasing power, which means we still lost three percent of our purchasing power um, over this past month. But it's it always happens. They're just saying it's a good rate because it, it it's heading the right inflation direction. is always happening. Yes. It's but yes, it's still extremely high. I think we were it's sub one inflation for most of the previous, but we didn't have COVID the whole time. And, you know, when we have like, you know, we've spent trillions of dollars in Ukraine. Uh, obviously, it's going to impact inflation. So, um, but yeah, just good overall news. Yes. Yes. It's it's essentially we're squirting a little less blood from our arteries <laughs> after yeah. COVID where, yeah, of course, there was like we won't get into the pro the debate of some of this because I just think it's um, silly to compare that but uh, so you have a topic and I yes. want to uh, uh, I want to hear it and this topic is about France vive la France except man they they got some fucked up shit happening there and yes we've all yeah. been following the riots over uh, the the death the shooting death of teenager Nahel Mertzouk who was shot and killed by a police officer after he tried to speed away in his car while the police officer was uh, you know, on his windshield. Um, many can reasonably argue uh, the cop didn't need to pop a bunch of holes into the dude's head um, as he was driving away. It could have been done, you know, handled differently. But this isn't about that. It's more tendential, tangentially related to that. Mm. But France just passed a new bill that allows police to remotely activate cameras on the phones of French citizens. So... What? If the police suspect you of a crime, um, 
that a crime that is punishable by minimum five years in jail, if it meets that criteria, it's like, oh, we think this guy might be doing whatever. They can turn on the camera and your microphone and they can make recordings live. And uh. they're saying, oh, this would be great to fight organized crime. Um, and this will give us you know, access. But this is, to me, extremely scary. This is absolutely the surveillance state coming. And this is like people are saying, oh, this is emergency measures while we're going through this crime. Name, there's not been one single emergency law that's passed that's ever been undone. Patriot Act is still here. And this is potentially one of the most globally egregious forms from a West. This is probably actually single-handedly the most egregious form of government surveillance and ever. intrusion that we have ever seen in the Western world. So I have a little bit of hope that comes to mind immediately. Oh, really? Yeah, for the, because the phones can be activated at any point, for the French, people that are fans of French porn, I feel like this will make amateur porn explode in France because there will be cameras turned on all the time and you never know what you might see. Oh, that's interesting. And you could also, I wonder. It could make stars out way. of people. If there's a way, yeah. If even if you know, if there's a way to detect if your phone is being sort of accessed, mm -hmm. if there's a way to just start showing it the most like depraved anal gaping porn, <laughs> and so whatever you're showing to those fascist bastards that are trying to track your phones is just going to scar them forever. Yeah, or just like, yeah, it just there's. I think that that look. When rights are taken away, there are opportunities that present themselves. And in this case, um, there are so many. I, I mean, like, just imagine you know you're being activated, so you just start filming your giant shit. Oh, my God. Or just, like, you know, sending, like, a urethra camera up your pee hole. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, yeah. <laughs> so so I think I think this could be great content. And while I don't agree with any of it, I think... Uh, there's an opportunity. Yeah. It's and like, okay, yeah. You want to look into people's lives? Oh, we'll give you a look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, great. Okay, that brings me some hope, Aaron. Thank you, yeah. Look, this is why we do the show. It's to show people that when rights are, that, that hope is anywhere. And I think there will be some very fun, uh, there could be some great memes that come out of this, some great videos, some great reactions. Like, what if we then start filming the cops watching the random video that comes through. So we see the reactions to like, like let's say someone does like a two girls, one cup or something like that. And you just see them like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, I thought he, <laughs> I thought, I thought he was wanted for burglary. <laughs> instead, instead, uh, yeah, anyway. So let's move on. Because yes, I can let's go move forward darker um sports row it we had a home run derby and we made predictions and one of the two of us won who won uh i said i think i said julio rodriguez would win and, and i said, said mookie Betts. mookie or vlad you can't pick two, two people I you settled two. on mookie i said no, mookie or vlad we could go back you in the tape back in the tape mookie or vlad I said Mookie or Vlad. They're two of my favorites. I did pick two. So you could have picked two others. You would have been wrong. 
<laughs> Rohit's mad. This is not how fucking gambling works. There was no there's stakes. No, there's no parlays or whatever. I don't understand gambling. <laughs> I did pick two people. Rohit did pick one, so I had a slight advantage. Though he did pick the favorite um, because Julio Rodriguez was, the, uh, I think, the favorite to win it. So, all right, we'll call it a wash, except that I was right. And, uh, but it was a great... Did you see... So, let's go on to... Um, we don't need to talk more about the fact I won. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you can see Rohit's face right now, uh, if Rohit was a serial killer, this would be his right before face. Yeah, you fucking cheater. You're like, <laughs> the, you're like the Houston Astros of podcast hosts. <laughs> Aw, thanks. No, I hate them. But there was an amazing thing that happened in this home run derby that was, I think it's your favorite player right now. Am I wrong? Adley Rutschman? Uh, Shohei is my, Shohei Otani from the Angels is my favorite player, but Adley Rutschman is my favorite, like second favorite player and favorite player on my favorite team, the Orioles. So you saw what he did, right? Uh, no, I missed it. I saw the replay. Um, but yeah, it's, I was just getting off of a call and I, and I, like, I got like, six texts from different people like are you watching what adley rush was doing like i can't <laughs> um but yeah he in his bonus time he switched from left hand to right side of the plate because he's a switch hitter and hit seven out of eight pitches out which um, if, if you don't understand what this is if you're listening and don't know what that entails it's like unheard of to just immediately switch your swing go to the other side like i if you're right-handed, imagine doing anything left-handed well. And he just went to the other side and did the thing that's like the hardest to do the best from both sides of the plate. Trust me, there's nothing, literally nothing I can do well with my left hand. Um, yeah, I bet so. there's one thing that you can do at least okay. Yeah, I, guess I can catch a baseball. Hmm. Me too. I guess that's it, yeah. Um, so that was, it was a great home run derby. It's always fun. And congrats to Adley. That was that's I think the thing that'll be remembered the most from this derby is his performance. So now we have to uh, just have our second half predictions for baseball. Now we Great. we have uh, talked about our first half predictions. We have those on record. Um, I'm pretty sure both of us are pretty wrong right now about our predictions. Um, so what do you think for the second half? What are what are a couple things you see coming out of? Uh, out of the second half. Well, out of the second half, right now, my favorite team, the Baltimore Orioles, has the second best record in the American League. Mm -hmm. Also the second best record in their own division behind the Tampa Bay Rays, best team in baseball. Um, and actually second best team in baseball behind the Braves. So uh, the Orioles will not win their own division. That's my prediction. And I think I, we have a lot of young kids playing right now. And I don't know about their durability in a long season. Um, and so as a pessimistic Orioles fan, I'm not overly optimistic about the second half. Um, I think we'll possibly just squeak into, you know, the play-in game. Um, it's a play-in three games now. Right. Oh, right. Play-in three. I think so it's we'll actually a series. In. Oh, right. It's best of three. So um, I don't know, man. I'm still too pessimistic and have been hurt too much. So out of the American League, I actually think we're going to see an American League championship series It'll be the Rays and the Astros. And I think the Astros will return to the World Series representing the American League. So that's yeah, my American League prediction. All right. I think the Orioles are going to make a run. 
as I've told you in the past, I you predicted have. this year that they'd be good. I predicted last year they'd almost yeah. make it. Mm-hmm. And so I think they will make a run. I think they have so much young talent. They'll probably do a move at the deadline to add like a pitcher or something like that. They don't really need anything else. And uh, I think they'll make a run. I still feel the Blue Jays are the best, are going to be the best. Like they're going to go on the biggest run because I if agree. Alec Manoa is back, um, they've been doing this. They've been good without their best pitcher. Mm-hmm. With their best pitcher losing a bunch of games because they just had to keep sticking with him until he went down to rookie ball. So I think if he's back like it seems he is, all of a sudden you just added your ace to a team that was already doing well. And a bunch of your losses only happened because that ace forgot how to pitch and had some mental breaks and stuff. So I think the Blue Jays are going to make a run. I think the Astros are looking good. Um, I could see an Astros-Blue Jays uh uh, ALCS in the future. And in the NL, I do think the Padres have underperformed so much. I bet they make a run. I bet they really step it up in the second half. And I'm hoping the Dodgers do well. But but in the end, I think the Braves will emerge. And I kind of feel like a Blue Jays-Braves uh, World Series is coming. That would be really fun. And I'm with you. I see the Braves. I don't know. I don't see anybody in the NL um, stacking up to Atlanta right now. Mm-hmm. They're my easy pick, and I think it's going to be Atlanta over the Dodgers in the NLCS. Ooh, I would like that. Um, I would not like the, that, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers just are perennially incredible. But we're um, not nearly as good as the Braves. Like Not even no, close. The Braves are just better. and They have no uh, negative. Everything is a plus position for them. And then I do think it'll be Braves over the Astros in the World Series. Which, wait, didn't we just get that? We literally just got that. It's going to be literally a repeat of last year. And of two years ago. Oh, sorry, two years ago, yes. 2021, we had that exact yeah. same thing. Ugh. 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 I want new teams. I want, like, because there's so many new teams that are good. I would love to see the Reds make a run. For a second, it just sounded like you said new to teams. Well, I'd love that. <laughs> but uh, the Reds like are such a young team. I think it would be fun mm-hmm. to see them in the playoffs. Arizona. Arizona, I really hope, sucks. But, they, Corbin, but they're young. Corbin Carroll's Corbin amazing. Corbin Carroll's awesome. Um, yeah. So the Marlins are not a bet. I mean, the Marlins are good a too. really good team. With they're their like, best pitcher the not even being good. are the second best team in the National League. Really? Yeah. Um, so it's the, similar to the Orioles. It's like the Marlins are to the Orioles. So you... Um, what the Marlins is Orioles, Braves is Rays. So you know what would be the end of times? Would be an all Florida World Series. The Marlins versus the Rays would Yo, be. I kind of love it. Would be I the kind of love it. The end of all time, like I and uh, and you know Ron DeSantis would take uh, would take uh, credit for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean that that'll propel him into the White House. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, well. Let's go to Hope and 60. We have our baseball predictions in. So Hope and 60, we have uh, two topics. Yours is first. I don't have a clue what you, what you have going here. Yes. Well, this one is interesting. I'm going to start the timer. Um, so uh, let me just get that going. Uh, I'm actually just pulling up the... All right. Um... This one's about Ben and Jerry's. 
All right, Aaron. So around the 4th of July, Ben and Jerry's, you know, famed ice cream company, uh, very politically active, um, has tweeted that uh, they can't really celebrate the 4th of July until, you know, the land is given back to indigenous people, um, ensuring that the indigenous people can again govern the lands or communities called home for thousands of years. And they're going to rest at nothing until the indigenous people are given that land back. Um, So then uh, there was uh, a Native American tribe uh, is now filing lawsuit against Ben and Jerry's, uh, saying that actually your headquarters is based on our old tribal land. Can we have it back? <laughs> and Ben and Jerry's is has refused to comment. I don't know what's hopeless about this. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Like I love when people say they stand for something, and the very thing they stand for is the thing that they're doing the opposite of i love it i i I think it is hilarious how much how many double standards are in this country and you just gave me a ton of hope amazing so thank you and aaron and yeah the lesson of this is don't buy ben and jerry's even though it's absolutely delicious yeah absolutely delicious no need to buy ben and jerry's because they're double standards both ben and jerry yeah them and talenti are my two favorite ice creams in the world so um yeah so uh uh, now we have a second hope in 60 and here we go uh, I feel very hopeless because Barry was my favorite show in a long time on TV. And no spoilers. No spoilers. And Stephen Root, who is infamous for the role of in the office space of Where's My Stapler, and uh, is ap- in this last season, he is insanely good. Has some of the m- most funny and most like emotional moments in the show, and he did not get nominated. A lot of other people did in the show, but he did not, and I feel hopeless because I believe he deserves recognition. It is, I'm hopeless with you because I think Steven Root has actually some of the most IMDB credits of anyone in the industry. Like he's been in everything. He was in succession. He was, you know, like the alt-right sort of party chair um, on, that Connor was running with. And uh, actually, you know, uh, so there's, Steven Root is in everything. And that man is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we have hope that one day he's actually gonna get a lead role. Well, he almost had it in this. Like, he had a sort of lead role in this and should have gotten a nomination and didn't. So, well, you know, he'll always be a cultural favorite. That's. Yeah. yeah. Root. We root for root. How's yes, that? Yes, we do. Uh, so, um, we have a debate. Yeah, we have a, we have a debate. And, Aaron, um, we're going to debate right now about insurance companies. And, no, this is not a boring one. But we're going to. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news, but this is just out uh, from a couple hours ago. Um, farmers Insurance is pulling out of the state of Florida. Ha! And they, I wouldn't, I don't think very funny because they're the fourth major insurer to pull out of Florida in the past year. And because they're saying right now um, that uh, the, it's getting too expensive to insure because of, you know, all the, all the hurricanes the warmer air, the water, you know, anything, everything caused by global warming. But they're saying it's just like they're like they're not making enough money in Florida. So they're going to pull out. It's, it's I've also expensive. heard that Florida is uh, is just getting insanely expensive. So all the uh, all the. You know, DeSantis has claimed that people are moving there and it's the best place to prosper. It's actually just making it more expensive to live there. So oh, uh, this absolutely will. So we're going to debate. No, it before this, just in general. Oh yes, it absolutely. It's it's getting more expensive because more people are moving there, which is going to rise costs because landlords, everybody's going to start raising their prices or have already been. And um, so yeah, this gives me but, tons of hope because okay. 
Um, well, we have a debate. We have to have a debate. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna. You. It, it. It makes you feel hopeless. Well, tell well, me why you feel hopeless. Well, I think we should debate really quick. Should the insurance companies be allowed to pull out of Florida? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna give you. I'm gonna let you pick which side you want to argue. Actually, 100% they should. Okay. Um, why? Because it's a free market and it's a free mm-hmm. uh, and it, we, we live in a place where a company can do as they please and they aren't controlled by any one entity except their stockholders and board members. So if they feel that's best for business, by all means, and if they feel that Florida is not the place to represent to to offer insurance, they can do that. And uh, so I don't see how there's a problem. I think uh, so. But if we believe that everybody deserves health care insurance and now you're actually taking away the ability for people to have luckily this insurance on their homes, luckily, well, you just brought up two different things, health care and insurance uh, for property. But health care, health care, luckily, the people that nobody like that nobody, the person that nobody likes or the two people that nobody likes in Florida, apparently anymore, uh, Obama and Biden have kept it. So for health insurance. They can still get it no matter who pulls out with uh, with this. Why, insurance, why should it matter for home insurance and renters? Why, why should people not be given that ability to protect their assets? Are you kidding me? Until Obamacare and then now whatever Affordable Care Act or whatever it's called now, uh, until that uh, insurers were were doing the same thing. They were raping. Uh, they were raping people who had pre-existing conditions like so a pre-existing condition in house insurance would be a potential hurricane. Yeah. Uh, so then why wouldn't you say, hey, listen, we won the battle with healthcare or winning the battle. Why don't we also do it? I'm for it. I think that uh, that that would be a great thing next. If the government would ever work in the favor of logic, it would be a great thing to have a an ins- a government like a, a Affordable Care Act version for home insurance. That'd be wonderful. OK. And but also no. But the but right same now, people in Florida that uh that are going to be upset about this are the same exact people who, uh, which is why the double standards in this country are insane, are the same people who would say they don't want that. So pick and choose. What do you want, guys? Yeah. And the kind of interesting thing is uh, California is now the state that has also, we're losing insurance companies uh, like crazy. Farmers has already limited policies there. And a lot of insurance companies are also pulling out of California because of earthquakes, drought, fire. So we are which we have very different political climate here, but we are facing the exact same issues. And that means for the everyday person, the whoever's left having to pay insurance rates could at least double. Yeah, that would suck. And then I, I hope we have the correct administration in office and uh, maybe they can do something about it. Yeah. Well, my response is we will never have the correct administration in office. I know, I know, no I know, I know, I know. Yeah. We already know that, Rowan. Yes. Okay, well, I think there's another debate. I, I agree with you as private businesses, but. Hopefully there's smaller insurance companies that can pop up startup insurance. Um, but overall, I think when people cannot have a ability to insure themselves, I think it's it puts and their homes, especially when natural disasters you have no control over. I think it's a very scary proposition that puts people out of homes, out of jobs and can change their lives. Well, let's hopefully anyway. see some good uh, some good to come out of this, like just came, like came out of healthcare. Um, so we have a uh, topic two. The strikes. So, oh boy. For those who don't know, we kind of touched on it a little bit at the opening. For those who don't know, 
the Writers Guild is on strike in California, in, in the industry, in the country. Um, and so no shows are being written or, TV or movies are being written right now. And, being, and most things have stopped production. And now, as of midnight tonight, the uh, SAG, the other union I'm in, is uh, going to probably go on strike. And uh, there's two things I feel hopeless about with this. Uh, AI is a huge problem, and this is a huge reason why people are striking, um, because they think that AI will take over. Whereas the studios, the suits, the parking spot fillers all want, uh, all think great, will save money. And uh, two, SAG pre the SAG president is Fran Drescher, who was the nanny. And uh, oh my god! Yes, and she has been so out of touch throughout these negotiations with her positive messaging. She was just in, I think, Italy, Italy or something. With the Kardashians, and she was with the Kardashians, who are the opposite of what like this is all about. They're like reality like nonsense. So I just think, uh, and I get these emails every day from uh, Fran and uh, directly to me, of course. And I, I just, it, it's so out of touch. It's like, uh, it's just, it's like when uh, Gavin Newsom ate at that restaurant during COVID or whatever. Like, it's just mm -hmm. one of those out of, out of touch uh, things that I just, I have like zero hope in the leadership of SAG right now and the writers need sag kind of with them to get anything that they hope to get so will you have to go pick it no i mean yes <laughs> <laughs> what will your sign say uh it'll say sag and then i'll add a g and a y and then under it i'll put tits yeah oh my god oh Sa you could have, and then the other side could be saggy balls. Yeah. And yeah. And then there, there's got to be some sort of pun that can actually get across like um, saggy tits. We want a new contract and saggy <laughs> yeah, balls. That rhymes. Uh, a new contract in your face. Um, yeah. I, th I think this works. Saggy balls. We want rolls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. almost okay, good. Okay. Saggy balls, we want laws. Or saggy balls, we want rules. Rolls. Uh, so, all right, I have a little hope now just because I, I, when I pick it every day, I'm going to uh, need to do these chants, and I think everyone will be into that. Yeah, we're going to have, yes, this is a chance for us to get really creative with your signage. Um, and have a When I pick it every day. Yes. But oh. you're still allowed to record this podcast, obviously. From the picket that. line. So next yes. week I'll be recording from the picket line. Oh, yes. Uh, all right. So, and actually really quick, Aaron, I know, I know we're running short on time, but for our listeners are wondering, okay, so what the fuck does this mean for their favorite shows and movies? They're all going to be delayed. Uh, oh, everything pretty is. much is going to be delayed. So they have a lot in the can already, which means mm -hmm. it's already done. And so there's going to be stuff coming out. They basically have stuff through 2024, 20, but a lot of shows, if you've seen them already uh, and you're waiting for the next season, that's all delayed. Mm -hmm. And it could, it could cause cancellation of some shows too, because it already once has. things get back on track, actors will get different roles for different titles, and you know, like one example, uh, the ABC. I read they had a bunch of pilots, which are the shows that they're trying to get picked up to go to air. Zero of them got picked up, so all the work to get a pilot going, so that you're with ABC and you're hoping to get it on air, none of them got picked up because of the strike. 
So yeah, I heard that I think something like only 15 pilots total across all the networks got picked up this year. Yeah, which is just not good for business. So no, that's very bad. Very bad. So, uh, and also for our entertainment, but more, more so for the poor actors and you know everybody around that team that just does how they make their living. And I have a lot of friends who are struggling through this, and uh, it sucks. Um, and it's changed some of my work. So. Uh, yeah, but speaking of strikes uh, with TV, let's talk quickly about Hopeless TV. Yes. What do you got, Aaron? I think you saw a big movie. I saw a big movie. I, I got to go see a uh, sneak uh, preview thing of uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. And this movie is the opposite of Hopeless. It is so damn good and so cool. And there's a 20-minute sequence in it that's one of the coolest 20-minute sequences in movie history for action. Uh, I really recommend everyone goes and sees it. I am so excited. I was supposed to go see it on Monday for... It wasn't as early as your sneak preview over the weekend. Um, but uh, I decided to not go because of the Home Run Derby. Um, Which is fair because you can you can only watch the Home Run Derby once. Exactly. And I still miss Adley Rushman. Um, and I will be going uh, tomorrow to see the movie oh. at uh, the AMC Century City 15. Uh, I am, this will be the Thursday of opening weekend for those listening in the future. Um, so everyone, uh, we'll talk about it and we'll hear Rohit's opinion next week, but everyone go mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah. And then on a different note for some hopeless TV, this is more industry related, but if, if you know uh, the name Robert Iger, Bob Iger, he is the head of Disney. He left Disney for two years uh, and let this guy named Bob Chapek take over. And then he retook over and said he's only coming back for two years just to right the wrongs. And you like to think with leadership in the entertainment industry or in any industry that they actually stand by their laurels and actually stand by what they say. And uh, that in two years he'll find a successor. I think, I don't know, he's about 70. So it's... Mm -hmm. Um, so he was playing hero, but unfortunately, everyone thought this would really work and Disney would just do way better. Their stock price is like the same or worse, and they've been getting a lot of flack for a lot of decisions. So Bob Iger decided, guess what, guys? As of an hour ago, I am going to be staying till 2026. And I just think like these people in general, and um, he's a nice guy. I've met him a few times, but in general just stand by your laurels like if you say two years and you're gonna usher in a new uh a new uh head of a like the, one of the biggest companies in the world do it don't just all of a sudden change your mind i i just it makes me feel hopeless because i just hate when people do this stuff it's it feels like a power grab yeah and he's already had a chance at the rain and it's i think it starts to show that bob chapek the, the maligned former, uh, you know, CEO of Disney that took over for Bob Iger. Um, you start to think maybe it wasn't all JPEG. No. You know, and you start to think that this is a much, a much deeper problem with Disney. Because for the most part, Disney has not had many hits over the past few years. Uh, a lot of their content just seems not targeted at the larger audience, but targeted at a very smaller subset and that subset is possibly not paying enough and they're not they're not pushing enough 
of ticket sales, merch sales, and everything. Because since Frozen, Disney has not created truly a new legendary IP. Zootopia. I'd say Zootopia's close, but you're not seeing little girls dress up as no the but there it's coming to Zootopia. theme park soon so that'll be big sure but it's not oh and Encanto those I think those are, are Encanto was really nice but nothing has hit the level of Frozen and Frozen was from what a fucking decade ago at least well um, my problem with it is even less about the animated stuff and just Disney in general has lost their ability like with so many Marvel movies and so many other franchises that are just tired, I'm tired of them. Instead of original content, it's just the same it's, stuff. And like, it, and it's often a politically charged message, whether you agree with it or not, with that message. But when it, when you have a message that's wrapped in a story, versus a core human story, yeah, like. It, you, it just becomes so fucking transparent. And you're like, okay, what, what is the moral lesson I'm taking away from this? Like, how am I supposed to feel? Um, and it just feels a little bit like programming. It's and pro it doesn't exactly. feel like delightful, magical visuals and experiences brought to your eyes. No, except I loved uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. But other than that. It was fun. It was fun. So there they did a good job. Uh, all right, well, we'll move on, but let's see what happens with that. But I'm, I'm just like, oh, come on. New, new, let's get new leadership. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and please stand by your laurels. So real quick, with our guest the BTS slash now Tom Sandoval segment, because these are two of our favorite uh, things <laughs> in the planet, even though we just learned who Tom Sandoval was a couple weeks ago, uh, I, we just want to send a heartfelt congratulation to Tom Sandoval of Vanderpump Rules. Who, which a show Rowan and I have never seen, but I have never to, seen a fucking episode. But I happened to watch this guy do karaoke at a bar right by me, and uh, and he was terrible. But big congrats to Tom Sandoval for your show Vanderpump Rules getting its very first Emmy nominations, and they're attributing it in large part to your scandal. So God, yeah, we Sandoval the Sandoval, and <laughs> yeah, we so, yeah, yeah, we Tom Sandoval, we love you. Um, you're a great guy. You're the best part about the Vanderpump Rules or Vanderpump. I don't know if there's a the. Um, I don't know how any of these people, again, still have no idea how they became famous. Um, why there's a show about them and not a show about like Aaron and I. Yeah, there's, um, exactly. Uh, but, so, but we, we yeah. stand with Tom and uh, he's obviously a great man and, uh, and he deserves this Emmy nomination. <laughs> I'm just, I'm rooting for them to win in the Emmys just so he can yes, like yes. run up there and grab the mic. And just like be unhinged, and just like start I, singing songs because he thinks. Yeah, he's a I don't even know artist. what his personality is like, but so too. Like I mean, from what I saw, just a massive tool. So we love Great. him. We love him, and uh, I think he, remind, he reminds us of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, I don't even know all the things he's done. So I think that's probably bad to say, but but I'm with yeah. it. Uh, so Rowan, I think we're, we it looks like we're, we're running out of time, so we're going to end the show with uh, from 4chan with love our, our newer segment yes, uh, this is, what, this a, what is where, a way to end yeah. the show this is where this is where we pull out turds of shit from the from the toilet bowl of the internet um, and one of my favorite places uh, known as 4chan um, this post is called Anon plays a game and um, so I'm just going to read it out loud in Finland we have this one sauna game called Gollum <laughs> uh -oh. Lord of the Rings right uh oh in Gollum 
One person goes underneath the sauna bench while other players sit on top of it. Then the golem proceeds to put his finger in someone's asshole and the other players who are sitting have to guess who has a finger up their asshole. <laughs> Whoever guesses right gets to be the next golem. <laughs> and this is guys and girls? I, I think it's whatever you want it to be. Uh, <laughs> um, They're full of great ideas uh, over there. On, on look, the we're called the hope, the, the hopeless show because for a reason because we bring you hope. And I think Rohit with this post just gave us all hope that over the summer we have a new game to play. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, that ends our show for today. Thank you for listening as always. And, uh, Follow us, the Aaron Wolf, Vohit for Rohit on all social medias, including Threads, the newest social media phenomenon. Oh, yes. Follow us on Threads, even though I'm fucking over Threads, but I'm still on there. So follow me on there, too. But follow the Aaron Wolf because he's fucking back on the tweet attack with Threads because I still can't get on Twitter. So, uh, so enjoy. Have a great week. And uh, thanks for listening. Yes. We look forward to all our new friends. <laughs> When the world seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore Here it comes, that glimmer of hope A light shines through the dark It's a hopeless soul